Good morning. You're listening to the Pretty Smart Stylist Podcast. My name is Sharon Huckle, and this is episode 14. And this morning, it is uh, Halloween. Spooky, spooky Halloween. And I am not as organized as I thought I was going to be uh, today. I thought maybe I would get a little bit dressed up, but I don't think that's going to happen. I was helping Caden get his costume together this morning. He's 16 today. It's actually his birthday, which has always been a lot of fun. And my older son's birthday was a couple days ago. And I think somehow I missed uh, the, the podcast yesterday, but we had some other exciting things happening. So I got distracted. It is so hard some days to fit everything in. And um, even my last podcast, I was trying to remind myself to be kind. Doing it every day is really tricky. Like about the only thing I can remember to do every day is eat and brush my teeth and try to sleep. Um, um, but other than that, it's uh, a bit of a dog's breakfast sometimes. So, and I'm sorry I said that right when my cat was purring on my <laughs> my lap here. Uh, anyway, you may hear a bit of that in the background if he doesn't fall asleep in the next couple minutes. He's all fed and happy. And Caden is off to school. He's got a hilarious costume this morning. <laughs> um, it started out. My, I had a friend here, and he mentioned, "Mom, I need a Halloween costume." And of course, Halloween has always been a big deal in our house because the boys' birthdays are so close to it, and Caden's being right on it. Um, it's we've always, you know, made a point of celebrating at least something about it. Anyway, the the kids do like getting dressed up in costume. It's pretty fun. Um, but Caden had mentioned he wanted to be a nun, and both Georgia and I said at the same time, "Oh, only if it's a pregnant nun." And then we got laughing because we both said it at the same time. And then Caden actually has, or I have, we have um, a a belly cast from when I was pregnant with Caden. We made that, and. Um, we lovingly call it his first apartment. So anyway, he ran and grabbed that. And then we decided, he decided he was going to be himself from grade eight, uh, where he was a little bit shorter, a little bit chubby. He had blue hair at the time and kind of dorky glasses. And um, he, of course, was wearing Camp Quimelac gear. And um, he loves that summer camp. It's a local camp that he goes to here, and he's actually in the process of building a big fundraising funnel for that, so I'm super excited about that. I think I mentioned that in the last podcast. Anyway, uh, so much funny stuff. Anyway, we could not stop laughing this morning, so that's such a great way to start your morning, and uh, of course, now I'm getting kitty cuddles, so I thought, oh my God, I forgot to do the podcast yesterday, Uh, but we did have some good news yesterday and some bad news because that seems to be the way life um, dishes it out for us but um, again I think I've mentioned this in previous podcasts it's always about looking for the difficulty uh, sorry no pardon me it's all about looking for the opportunity inside the difficulty because for sure for sure there is going to be lots of difficulty in your life so you're gonna have to make an opportunity of it so anyway yesterday we got finally got rid of the big gelato freezers and um, they had been weighing on our mind ever since we shut down our ice cream thing. They're a very specialized piece of equipment and we've been trying to sell them for ages. And yesterday a window had to come out and we got rid of those, um, gelato freezers once and for all. And I, I have to say, I was pretty happy to see the tail end of them. We also heard some bad news that the facade improvement grant money that we were hoping to get uh, has run out for this year. And I, I don't know if I can hang on till next year to do the boutique motel. So again, I'm kind of on my own for all of that, which sort of sucks because it would have been nice to get some uh, free government money. But um, once again, the government has 
not uh, helped us with business in the last few years. It's kind of hurt us. So um, I wasn't really counting on that in the back of my heart, I guess, um, because I knew it was it was running low and the opportunity to maybe have it next year. And it just timing was off. Right. So again, when you look at the opportunity within that difficulty, um, I'm pretty determined now if I'm going to be doing this on my own, I'm going to do this on my own. And I've been taking all these courses that I've mentioned before. And um, a lot of them do involve alternate streams of income. And of course, with the Monate, uh, that is another secondary stream of income for me, in addition to what I make at the salon. My salon does really, really well, but right now I am carrying a very heavy load in that I have to pay all the salon expenses, I have to pay all the home expenses, and I have to pay all the second building. So it's actually three buildings that I'm covering expenses for, uh, which is quite a stretch. Um, the The spot where the boutique motel is going in costs me about four grand a month uh, just sitting there empty. And then of course, there's all of the expenses with renovating it. Um, so I am, <clears throat> luckily I've always been very good with money and very frugal, but we lost our savings last year. So um, I don't have any cushion, so it does keep me up, up at night a little bit. Um, but also, I am really starting to reaffirm, not that my confidence has ever been particularly low, but just that I can do this. Everything is figure-outable, and I will just make it happen. And I got to say, my kids do give me a lot of strength. <laughs> um, they have been my biggest cheerleaders through all of this uh, turmoil, and they do make you realize like what's important. So um, I used to joke, oh, I'm not going to let Tim go because there'll be a lineup of desperate women out there wanting a man I could cook or who can cook and all my training and hard work and suffering will be for nothing, right? Um, and my kids uh, used to get kind of mad when I would say that. And um, they they said, yeah, mom, you could A, do better um, or B, like... I didn't even want to do better. Honestly, like it's about me now and the fact that I can do it. I don't really want to look after another man for the next 20 years. And not that I looked after Tim, but I definitely did a lot of the the weight carrying when when his um, mental health crumbled, right? So, and that was on and off for our entire marriage, right? So anyhow, I am finding the strength within myself and um, I'm still looking for outside resources as well. Like, I mean, God, if we can tap into next year's facade improvement grant money, I'm going to do some, um, certainly do some research on that and, and begging from the city a little bit, not begging, sorry, just negotiating, I would say. Actually, this is a more powerful word, and negotiating with the city um, about how we can still kind of make that work if it's possible. Um, but, you know, the, the, the clock is ticking and with every day that goes by, I lose a bit more money, right? Not just the money that I spend keeping a building empty, um, but also the lost revenue of not having it full. And like there is something about owning a building and that building sat empty for quite a long time. It sits just a couple doors down from my salon. So before we purchased it, um, it was empty for a really long time and it was kind of this sad building and I had... I had been saying, because we were looking for some place for the ice cream at that point, because we'd already actually, Tim had been to the ice cream university, and we'd um, like already purchased some equipment. We jumped the gun on that a little bit, I have to say, but anyway, hindsight's twenty twenty. 
but um, I had said as we were coming back from the county, I wish that building beside us would just come up for sale because it had been sitting there empty for so long. And literally, we stopped by the salon to pick up the mail that day and there was a for sale sign. And I I'd never noticed it before. It hadn't been there. And all of a sudden it was there that day that I said it. So, you know, I'm not sure what the universe was really trying to show me at that moment. <laughs> now that I look back and I lost so much. But um, now I'm when you're on the other side of that and you think, okay, I'm really going to dig my heels in. I'm going to do this coursework because I'm totally capable of everything that these people that I'm looking up to right now and learning from are doing, right? I have all the smarts. I have all the skills. Um, the time is the biggest factor for me right now. Um, but I, I sneak it in. You manage to sneak it in. And, and without some of the other distractions of, you know, living with an alcoholic, um, I, I feel like I'm going to have a little bit more time. So um, we are, and I, you, you make time, right? And since I don't sleep, I've always, I, I'm a terrible sleeper, always have been. I think I've had one eight-hour night sleep in literally 20 years. And that isn't even an exaggeration. Um, but I'm high energy, so I don't really need a lot of sleep. But I, um, I try to get things done. If I'm not sleeping, then I just, I get things done. And so I know that isn't like down with the algorithm, but often that's when I'll post things and whatever. And some days I do get up and I get things done and I organize and whatever else. And um, maybe that's a, a bad habit that I hope to break at some point. But for now, it, it does help me be productive and that always feels good. So sometimes the, the lack of sleep is made up for in the sheer volume of accomplishments I can <laughs> I can get done. And that is, that is a marker for me. I'm not trying to glorify, um, being busy. That isn't really the goal, but, um, if you're not sleeping well, at least if you feel like you've accomplished something, I try not to drag my butt around, um, and just go on about how tired I am. Cause actually I don't really feel that tired. And I remember waking up from that eight hour chunk of sleep that I got and thought, wow, I, I slept eight hours. Like I didn't get interrupted. I didn't have to get up and go to the bathroom. I didn't get um, interrupted by a cat bringing a mouse in the house because that happened last night. Um, I didn't, you know, I didn't have a dream that I woke up from and was thinking about because that happened last night. Um, no kid disturbed me, like nothing disturbed me. But I remember waking up and going, wow, I slept that long. But then I'm like, I don't really feel any different, right? And probably, you know, eight hours in one night is not going to make up for years of sleep deficit. But as you can tell, even by how quickly I'm talking, um, I don't need a whole lot of sleep. And I don't drink a whole lot of caffeine either, like, or do anything really like that. I, I usually have a cup of tea, maybe two in the morning. Um, usually I have a tea with BJ. And I'm trying to even wean myself off of, of two, two a day. Um, I'll just drink decaf because I, I just like the warm drinks more than anything. And I'm not a coffee drinker at all, so don't care for it. I always say lovely aroma, disappointing taste. Um, anyway, that's a little bit more about me than you probably even needed to know. But really, that's what this podcast is about. <laughs> I am just sharing what's going on. So back to birthdays um, and boys that I have grown and cultivated and nurtured and am so incredibly proud of. Like, God, my kids are awesome. And, um, you know, one is no longer a teen. Sure, I can't even believe that. But um, they did not give me really any trouble at all. Like, 
Um, I kind of make jokes and I would get mad at them, of course. I mean, they're not total angels, but um, I feel like I gave my mother a bit more of a run for her money when I was a teen, even though I was a pretty good kid. You know, there was there was more arguments and stuff like that. But my boys are pretty cool kids and um, really nice kids and hardworking kids. Like, God, I, you know, they're they're really good. Like I asked them to help me and they, they always do. And that's been a pretty incredible source of strength for me throughout all the the ups and downs. And uh, they're really funny, which I think is a, a real blessing. If you don't have a sense of humor, um, life's going to be pretty hard. So, um, you know, even when we get a bit sad, watching funny things um, has always helped us. And, and the kids just pick up on that too. I think that helps develop a sense of humor. And I think they're pretty naturally funny as well. And I have to credit the internet for this too. Like there's some really funny people out there and having access to that like all the time is really kind of powerful. I mean, obviously there is horrible things you can tap into the internet. Um, but if you choose to, to curate your feeds um, and like monitor, I, I don't really actually monitor my kids' internet. I feel a little bit bad about that, but I'm not tech-savvy enough to be putting parental controls. And I feel like, honestly, they know more than I do at this point, and that's not a bad thing. But, um, like, not that they're looking up nasty things, but I've tried to cultivate the rest of their lives so that they're not really looking to that stuff. And I, I don't know if I've, I hope I've done a good job on that. And, you know, other parents would disagree with me and other kids maybe need to be protected a bit more than mine. And I, I think my kids and I have always had a really open relationship as far as talking about stuff goes. And, you know, probably I'm more prudish than um, a lot of parents in this day and age. But um, at the same time, I want them to know about stuff. Uh, to, to be prepared in life. Life favors the prepared is one of my favorite sayings. And uh, we do our best to prepare our children and help them become independent and make good choices. Um, and then you kind of have to just, you know, let them fly, right? So I do try to balance that. Um, I do take the, the role of a parent seriously that I it is my job to help my children become independent so I've never been a real hover mother um, certainly loved and cared for them and, and um, helped them out as much as I could but I also want them to be independent and of course Caden's turning 16 today and um, I want him to take young drivers right to get his license because that does give both of us a little bit more independence um, because he goes to school way across town like almost out of town for the French immersion program it's a bit of a pain sometimes and the way the licensing here is in Canada the driver's license they it's graduated so they have to like go through all these different steps so they can't even drive on their own till they're they're 17 pretty much and um, it does accelerate it when you make them take a driving program. But he said yesterday to my best friend, BJ, who is driving him around, um, that he didn't want to learn till like the spring. And I was like, eh, no, 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 no. <laughs> You're going to learn now because I actually want you to be learning through the winter because winters here can be really nasty. Um, but that's better defensive driving, right? And obviously, you're being built up to that. I'm not just going to throw them out. Not like we did, man. When we, I was 16, like I had my license like two weeks after I turned 16. Um, you did your your written test, and then you like I just booked my my driving test, and like you didn't really practice much. I only took one professional lesson at that point, and my mom taught me how to parallel park the the morning of my test, and I aced it, and that was that was good, right? So. Um, I, I do sort of feel like kids in one hand these days are like way 
too exposed and too aware of certain things. And then on the other hand, we like, we don't give them enough freedom and independence that they, they, uh, they're, they're really confused. Um, it's like, that's why people still live at home when they're in their like twenties and thirties. <laughs> um, and it's, it is a tough world out there and it's a very expensive world, but, um, like a lot of kids, you know, they never have jobs. They never, um, walk anywhere. Like they never played outside. Everything was organized. And I was kind of more old school in that, that way. Um, and my kids have worked obviously with having home, uh, our own businesses. Um, we've always put them to work and they've worked for other people as well. It hasn't just been for us. Um, they've always had jobs and they like the freedom of the money as well. And they, they've learned so much from working. So that is definitely something, um, that I've encouraged in them, like not to hate work, like work is a good thing. And so is housework, like having a clean, organized home. And my boys are both pretty good about that. And they both know how to cook and um, they're going to make really awesome partners one day when they um, find someone special in their lives. Right. So I hope they do. And uh, so, yeah, that's, that's been the cultivating of parenting that I have tried to really embrace. Right. And I know I have not done a perfect job, but I think I've done okay. I've done okay, you know, given the circumstance. And that's all we can do, right? Under the situations that we're in, with the resources that we have, we are really trying to do our best every day. Um, And so there it is. They've they've turned out okay, mostly okay. (laughs) I hope. (laughs) Anyway, I I do want to credit them because they are they are really amazing. And that's not just the mom and me um, saying that, like other people say it too. So I feel pretty confident <laughs> that I've got really nice kids. Um, so yeah, so happy birthday to both my boys and happy like sweet 16 to Caden today and happy 20th to, to Asher on the 29th a couple days ago. He uh, he hit the, the 20 mark, which was is kind of blowing me away. Um, but I've really enjoyed every stage of them growing up like I never really wanted to go back to a baby stage or anything like that and and having four days and two two years between them has has worked out pretty perfectly there was a a space in time there where they were fighting a lot um but not nearly as much as I fought with my my sister who I was two years apart from but um who I love dearly Julia if you're listening um probably one of the few that is listening occasionally um anyway uh yeah, my boys, they, they fought a bit, but they've come around again. And once in a while, they'll swear at each other. But <laughs> for the most part, I think they love and respect each other again. So that's, that's an accomplishment. Yay. Um, I am very lucky because I am quite close to my three siblings. I have uh, two sisters and a brother and uh, I've been blessed to have them uh, be a big part in my life and um, awesome parents as well. So family is, is pretty important. So that was uh, a happy moment for me when they kind of came back together again those boys of mine. Um, so yeah, birthdays are cool. Um, businesses rolling forward every day. I was of course at the boutique motel yesterday, uh, between clients trying to get those gelato freezers out. Uh, we had to remove a window, which did crack, but, um, nobody was injured at all. So that's cool. And, uh, we have to replace that window anyway, so it wasn't really a big deal. So now the building's boarded up, so it looks even more ghetto, but, (laughs) there's there's hope there's hope it's coming along and uh every day it gets a little bit closer and of course winter is coming we're hitting um daylight savings time this weekend the clocks fall back um which is sort of always a weird time for me I know it gets brighter in the morning but it um I don't get up that early and um 
don't notice this, the brightness so much is the dark at night, which I don't like. I don't like when it uh, is getting dark at, you know, five o'clock already. Um, that sort of drags me down a little bit. I'm more of a sunshine and uh, happy person, but uh, I don't know. I'm looking into maybe get one of those sad lights. I'm not sure how much they are. Um, I think I do have to order a couple things from Amazon anyway uh, for this course that I took, but um, I, I might look into one of those or maybe just go to one of the local shops here and, and have a look at them because um, I was chatting with somebody at this course about them the other day and what a difference that makes. So you know, just even having that around the salon, I think might be a good idea. One for home, one for work. Um, even just for the customers. I'm not sure. I'm not sure exactly how they work. I got to research a little bit more, but, um, you know, I may, I may look into that because uh, I don't like the dark. <laughs> I don't like the dark. I don't like to be alone and I don't like the dark. I like people and I like the sunshine. And I, I just know I won't be taking a holiday this, this winter, which, you know, Tim and I often did. We do have some timeshares and BJ is going away. And I know my dad was trying to get us to go to Cuba. And I just don't think it's in the cards this year with the uh, financial situation. But who knows? Things can change very quickly. I mean, if you can lose a million dollars in a year, uh, there must be also a way to make some significant money as well. And obviously I'm trying those things. So I'll never, I won't say never. Um, and I do know that I am determined to qualify for the trip to Vegas in uh, April with Monet. I did it by accident for the first three months. And so with some more deliberate action, <laughs> some concentrated um, movement there and some encouragement from my leaders and being a good leader, um, I'm pretty confident I can and get there. And of course, the, the beauty of network marketing is the community and the just sheer personal development that comes along with it. It is so incredible, like just daily doses of encouragement. And God, who doesn't need that? Like the, the money is great. Uh, love that, but um, just the the community and the the sense of like everybody wanting you to to elevate, and I love that. That's always been something I've sought out, as well as tried to encourage in others. Like elevate, elevate, elevate. Let's bring each other up. Community over competition, and I I do find um, more and more with the at least with the social media feed that I curate. Um, that is what I, I'm surrounding myself with, with is, which is so powerful, right? Like why fill your brain with negative stuff when there's so much positive stuff out there? So, you know, I don't really watch the news. Like I do always know what's going on and the important stuff. I, I'm, I am a concerned citizen and certainly the environmental stuff is really important to me. And I definitely do my part in all our businesses to, you know, reduce, reuse, recycle, um, we compost all that, that stuff. Um, and then just making smart, sustainable choices. I mean, that is why I have Aveda as my uh, salon brand and Modate. They are both um, sustainably sourced products and vegan and cruelty-free and, you know, all of those things, right, that are important. And, you know, even Kate and I, just living on our own here together, um, we are trying to change the way we eat and the way we um, just live our life. And I've always been very frugal and conscious of saving money. I'm not a big spender. Um, and of, of course with losing a lot of money last year, that is, that is, I've tightened the belts even 
even more and you realize how little you actually need and I've uh, been doing a lot of selling of stuff trying to a get rid of stuff because we had we had to shut down five buildings you know basically empty five buildings and our house kind of got wrapped up in that as well because um I was moving kids to college and um, just cleaning things out and, you know, just the, the opportunity to sell stuff was, was uh, needed, right? So um, that decluttering and the decluttering of the mind and the, the past and all of that stuff is, is really an important part of this journey. So, you know, as we go through, like, every day, there's just something else I'm getting rid of. There's something else I'm adding. There's, you know, it's that fine balance of making things happen and letting things go and I did read I I noticed it last year for the first time but somebody had posted this quote the leaves are about to show us how beautiful it is to let things go and as soon as I saw that I burst into tears because I knew um, I was in the middle of letting so much go and I, I probably knew at that point my marriage was on its way out um no matter how much I tried the our hearts just weren't quite in it like they used to be and and obviously Tim Tim is trying to do well and Tim and I are still um in communication every single day and you know I'm trying to still be encouraging to him but also not feel jealous uh that you know he's just in another world right now with no friggin' snow coming and um you know, he's trying to find work, he's trying to start a new life and and I am too, but I I'm still kind of cleaning up the messes of the past. So I do really feel that he is very fortunate that I gave him the gift of just allowing him to go um, kind of debt-free and um, with the opportunity to make a fresh start, you know, because ah, I don't want to cry. Um, for the most part, I still I still love that guy. I mean, there's, there's some anger, obviously a little bit of bitterness and resentment <laughs> there that I'm really trying hard to crush with too much goodness. Um, but, you know, I, I do want him to do well. I don't want him to, to suffer. He has suffered. We all have. Um, blah, I'm sorry. I, I feel like if you want to tune in and hear someone crying, you should definitely listen to this podcast. <laughs> anyway, uh, we are trying to gather our strength, both of us, and the kids as well. God, I didn't mean to cry. I thought it was going to be all positive today. It's so funny the way the human body and mind and heart work just don't can't even control ourselves sometimes you might hear a song or somebody says something or you read a quote and the waterworks start and uh thank god i hadn't done my makeup yet this morning oh that is coming so anyway i'm probably gone on long enough my point was today (laughs) i did have one when i started out (laughs) was just to celebrate, right? Celebrate the wins, learn from the losses, celebrate my beautiful, wonderful boys, Caden, especially today, but of course, Asher, throwback from yes, or two days ago, rather, sorry, uh, the 29th. Um, and apologize again for not podcasting yesterday, apologizing to you, I don't know if you care, or me, um, too much other stuff was going on. I was trying to coordinate all this this other stuff. It all happened rather last minute that we had the opportunity to get those gelato freezers out and gone for good. Um, 
Did we make money on them? No, but uh, that's okay, right? At some point, you just have to, the money isn't the important thing. And I'm really trying to tap into different resources for making money, not relying on old stuff to salvage, right? So at some point, you just have to let that shit go. So that's what happened yesterday. And the facade improvement grant, I've got to figure something else out. And I again, know that I'm resourceful. And so I'm going to celebrate all of those things in me, these lessons I've learned over the years, right, on how to be resourceful, how to be good with money, um, celebrating that part of me. Instead of saying, oh, poor me, I've lived with not much over the years, I do see my life as abundant. And I see this world as an abundant world. And there's so much goodness out there to tap into. And of course, a lot of that begins at home and um, with your relationships to the people that are important to you and and uh, opening your heart to let new people in all the time. And I'm not talking about men because I'm so not interested, but I am talking <laughs> about uh, my world, my network of um, people in the in the whole wide world, like, I mean, this is the, the day and age of internet and the world has become a much smaller place and a more accessible place. So um, I'm excited for Asher to, to go off to Ireland uh, in a couple, well, another few, well, another less than a year, right, next year for his school year. Um, one of my clients just got back from Ireland, so we had a lot of good talks about everything she experienced there and it sounded great so I just got even more excited for Asher uh so anyway I'm gonna leave you with that today happy birthday to my beautiful boys and uh happy day happy Halloween (laughs) to all the kids out there trick-or-treating I am not gonna be home for that I gotta work late tonight but um I'm gonna miss that because I love actually handing candy out to the little kids anyway um you know have a great spooky stormy day thanks bye